0: are now listening to cast of the living dead so close your windows lock your doors and don't turn out the lights the fun is just about to begin
1: to Cast of the Living Dead. I am Curtis Barrett. I'm Zach Davis. Andrew B. Stepp. Alright, and we are back with episode number six now. Um, last episode we talked about The Strangers um, from 2008, I believe. Yeah, that's, that that's right? what it was. Yeah. 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 So this episode we're going to be talking about the sequel to that film called The Strangers Pray at Night from 2018. Um before we get into this, I just want to remind everybody to rate and review this episode our previous episodes and make sure to follow us on instagram uh Facebook Instagram's more active and you'll find all the updates there but yeah make sure to follow us on our uh, social medias um, and you know just if you want to stay updated to what we're doing and talking about like Instagram is the best place for it. Um, also another side venture going on right now. Our good, our good buddy over here, Andrew,
2: started himself up a YouTube channel. You want to, you want to plug that real quick? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, Deranged Ankles. If you want to look that up on YouTube, you should be able to find me pretty easy. (laughs) The only other thing you'll see is weird ankle surgery videos. So, so, it's either that or me, you know, so. Uh, What are you doing on there right now? Uh, lately I posted a video about, uh, Ghostface ended Dead by Daylight. Uh, it's my most recent video. You should go check it out. Uh, that's all I got for now. All right. And uh, you also have a TikTok, right? Yeah. For it? Durang- it's also the same name, yes. Deranged Ankles.
1: Durang- go give that a follow. And give our page a follow, please. We would very much appreciate it. <sighs> <Andrew>. Poor favorite. <laughs> yeah. Poor favor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get into The Strangers Pray at Night. Um, this one is directed by Johannes Roberts. The film is written by Brian Bertino and Ben Katai. Uh, if you remember correctly, Brian Bertino wrote the first film, mm-hmm. which is baffling to me yeah. when I yeah. found that out, um, for reasons we'll get into. Uh, production companies on this one are The Fizz Facility, White Comet Films, Bloom, Rogue Pictures, once again. And it was distributed by Avron Pictures in the United States and then Vertigo releasing in the United Kingdom, all under Universal Pictures, who distributed the last film. Uh, this one's got a runtime, 85 minutes. Very basic. Basic. I think it's the same time as the last one as well, though. Um, it doesn't seem like it. It's a different pace. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, sure. it's, it's, yeah, It's interesting. Um, the budget on this one was only $5 million. I believe... The Strangers was $9 million. so there's a significant like, little
2: drop-off for yeah. a horror movie, especially.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's really surprising, considering, I feel like sequels usually get bigger budgets. Yeah. I mean, because people, they're cash grabs. I well, mean, this one yeah. also
2: took longer to come out, like, uh... Yeah, no, this yeah. this movie took
1: for fucking ever. I wonder
3: if mm-hmm. it was, like, because of, like, uh... You know how they'll have DVDs at Walmart and then they get a lot of purchases or something and eventually the more money they get from that, they can make a sequel. I yeah. wonder if that was like a case in this. Because it was a low-key movie.
1: Yeah, I mean yeah. I, well, I mean, yeah, it was a sleeper hit, the first yeah. one was anyway. And this one raised uh, $32.1 million at the box office. I mean, you could probably say this is a sleeper hit as well, but I don't think it is no. personally. Just because it like- is a sequel. Sleep part, maybe. <laughs> yeah. It's like people... Y- you're expected this movie to make money because it's a sequel to yeah. an already successful movie. So like I wouldn't consider it a sleeper hit. Oh, I forgot to mention, the director, um, Johannes Roberts, a couple other films that he directed were 47 Meters Down, the sequel, 47 Meters Down, Uncaged, and then the uh, new Resident Evil film, Welcome to Raccoon City, from last yeah. year. Or no, t- 2021, I believe. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I've, I've not seen any of these movies. I heard Forty Seven yeah. Meters Down was okay. It um, is okay.
3: It's an okay show. I heard the movie. sequel wasn't
1: great, and then I never heard good stuff about this Resident Evil movie.
2: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think I saw, like, one commercial, and no one ever talked about it after that, so... Yeah.
1: Um, this wasn't, like, the Netflix thing, was it? No, that uh, was a series. That was a series? Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I don't keep up with any of the Resident Evil, like, film series or anything. yeah. They're not very well done. And like they're They do not don't fit what Resident Evil is yeah, they, <laughs> to me anyway. Like they
2: don't follow like the not, story very well. They're not
1: faithful. They, they have like, the
3: characters but they're like doing they like to do their own thing with they're the characters. They're not zombie
2: movies. Yeah, so. yeah. It's my
3: thing.
1: It's,
2: it's like, like yeah. more like action.
1: <laughs> yeah, Action horror, I guess. What I mean it can be action horror cuz like I think of uh, the Dawn of the Dead remake. That's yeah, that to action yeah, yeah. but it's yeah. a zombie movie. Yeah. So, like, the Resident Evil films, I just never really cared for. The closest thing to me that that I remember was, um, I mean, I'm pretty sure they did Nemesis. Yeah. And, like, they did Nemesis right. Yeah,
2: they He looked a little goofy, but it was also an older movie. Yeah,
1: but they also did, like, The Dogs. The Dogs were, like, spot on. Yeah. Yeah. But then, like, the rest of the movies
3: Uh, are just, like... I feel like the movies concentrate more on just the virus itself and the threat of the virus. And they're always trying to go after this briefcase yeah. with a virus. Yeah. <laughs>
2: it just sways in and out with mm-hmm. characters and stuff. All right. Anyways. Tangent. Yeah. Yeah. Tangent. Sorry. So back to the strangers. Well, it's nice to know if we ever talk
1: about the Resident Evil franchise, <laughs> yeah. it's going to be, like, a lot of just <laughs> shit talking. Yeah. <laughs> I got so, a lot of opinions on that. I mean, I I only remember watching the first two, so, like, yeah. I would really have to, like, dive into yeah. those. Like, Anyways. The cast for The Stranger's Prayer at Night, um, not Resident Evil. Uh, (laughs) um, We have Christina Hendricks as Cindy. uh, Martin Henderson as Mike. Bailey Madison as Kinsey. That name is too close to Billy Madison, and it makes me laugh. (laughs)
3: She's in in Adam Sandler
1: movies. Is she really? When she was younger, yeah, Uh, that's what makes that funny. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Then we have Lewis Pullman as Luke. And then we have um, a different casting for all three killers in this movie. We have Damien Maffei as Man in the Mask, Emma Bellamy as Dollface, and Lee Inslin as Pinup Girl. Now, like you said, Andrew, this movie took a long time to come out. And a sequel was originally announced in August of 2008. Um, so within the same year that the first film was out. And was planned to begin production sometime in 2009, and at that point, it was simply titled The Strangers Part 2, mm-hmm. which I think's cool. That is I'm cool, a sucker yeah. for, like, you know, The Strangers Part, whatever. Yeah. And I think it's just because I love Friday the 13th, and it's like, Friday the 13th Part 4 It yeah. sounds
2: fucking badass. Yeah. So, just a lot of the classic, like, horror movies that we grew up with. Yeah, stuff like, like I, don't,
1: I don't need a, like, a subtitle kind of thing, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I understand the point of them, but... Unless you got both, like Halloween three, season of the witch. Yeah, 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 it's different. <laughs> yeah, you know?
3: um,
1: yeah, they did that with all the like Halloween movies. Yeah, up they until did. five. Yeah, right? no, 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 curse.
3: Just, to Michael Myers. Is yeah, five. yeah, so yeah. like
1: from four to five because it's like the return of Michael Myers, and then uh, what is it? The revenge.
3: The revenge. The return, and then
1: curse. Curse didn't have a number. They dropped the number. Yeah,
3: and then resurrection.
1: Yeah, those never had the numbers either. Mm-mm. H2O. H2O. Yeah. Yeah. Which they just did that for
2: 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> you know, can I say something about that, though? I, talk, I was talking to my cousin about that, and he did not know Jamie Lee Curtis was an H2O. I said, how would you not know that? She, <laughs> she has a lot the, to do with it. She's, yeah. the, she's the main character. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I said. It's 20 years later. <laughs> what the fuck?
3: <laughs> Laurie Stroh wasn't no teacher when I saw her.
1: <laughs> oh man <laughs> that's the lady from the Activia commercial
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: what he said quote that yogurt lady gonna
2: die <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> it was like we have come from a different
1: backgrounds <laughs> it would be funny if he remembered him in Resur like remembered her in Resurrection yeah. but not h yeah, she's be- like at the very beginning of Resurrection
2: <laughs> I'd be like what the fuck
1: <laughs> it's the hair <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, So, yeah, this movie ended up in a like a turmoil kind of scenario where it just kept getting pushed back and pushed back. Um, Rogue Pictures, who Universal gave the project to for the first film, um, actually put the project on hold because they apparently decided the film might not be in their best interest at the time even though like Universal was willing to release it. They want, Universal wanted this movie to happen. Yeah. Um, And then finally, Rogue Pictures announced that it was in production again in January of 2011 and would begin filming in April of that year. However, that didn't happen. Then according to Liv Tyler, the star of the original film, um, it was to be released sometime in 2014. Also didn't happen.
3: So she was definitely going to be involved in the Queen's sequel? I
1: don't know if she was involved or she just maybe... Hyped as a fan? Maybe just hyped as... Or not hyped, but herself. But just maybe people recognize her from the first one. Yeah. So they're going to use her as like a yeah. promotional kind of thing. Yeah, you know what I mean? that makes sense. Um, but yeah, that, that didn't ha- happen at all. Then in 2015, it was reported that the film was in production once more... And that it was scheduled for a December second, twenty sixteen release, didn't happen. <laughs> um, but filming finally began in June of twenty seventeen and finished on July tenth, twenty seventeen. So this movie only took like a month, a month and some to it shows to finish it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean that's not a bad thing, you know. No. It, it you it doesn't have to take long to film a movie, you know. it's just some other, some movies need more time than others. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how many days the, the first one was filmed, but you know, it definitely had more time put into it. Yeah. All right. So yeah, let's just get into it here. Um, Yeah. Before we start though, I do, I do want to say like, I remember, I I saw this in theaters and I think yeah i was there yeah
2: you were with me zach yeah were you there
1: no no andrew
2: wasn't there i didn't see it until you showed me later on oh yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, and
1: i remember remember being so fucking hyped for this movie yeah because i love the first one and the trailers look cool you know it had a it was already like a different vibe you know but i didn't know what kind of vibe it was gonna be yeah and then when it started i was already pissed off. (laughs) oh yeah me too man so we open up with this 80s pop song, um, you know, we're the kids in America, whatever that song is. Yeah,
3: like every TV
1: commercial 80s yeah. song. It, yeah. It, it's the song of. from Jimmy Neutron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's the original version. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it opens up with this and then it, it cuts, um, and we're, we see just like a foggy night road, um, nothing's really happening. Um... And right before this truck pulls up and parks in a driveway, we, down at the corner, we get based on true events, which I don't think that should have been in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get what they're doing, but this movie was so not anywhere near the first one. Yeah, because it's like, the first one is like, I mean, it it is based on what, you know, the people knocking on doors that Brian Bertino as a child experienced. But the first film had, like, you know, the Manson family murder, like, inspiration. Yeah. The Caddy Cabin murder inspiration, you know, presumably. This one's just, the only thing it's got going for it is that tiny shred of, like, Brian Bertino had this experience as a child. Yeah. And yeah, like, that seems like a stretch to say, oh, this is based on true events. Yeah. Like,
3: this happened to me one time so I know it happens <laughs> yeah
1: and I have a I have a weird tick thing about based on true events and inspired by true events yeah I think in some cases inspired needs to be used more like this movie would work better if to me inspired by true events yeah not based because like those two those are two totally different words that mean two totally yeah. different yeah events.
2: but they got they have to know what they're doing when they put that in there
1: yeah no they do and again I've I said it like when I was explaining the budget but This fucking movie is a cash grab. Yeah, for sure. And I hate to say that because I really wanted to like this movie and it's got some moments, don't get me wrong. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I'm trying my best not to just shit all over it right now. Yeah, the way I feel about it
3: is like there is lots of cool things in the movie. Like there is. But then you realize it's the strangers and those characters from the first one doing them and it makes it not as good. Like if it was a whole different... Thing yeah. all together, it might have been a lot cooler.
2: Yeah, if like this movie was like, for instance, the the first strangers never existed. This is the this is the first strangers, and there was these callbacks referring to other like horror movie yeah. franchises. that would have been way cooler than just like
1: you know. Yeah, and I mean this movie builds itself as like it's almost like a satire yeah. of like the slasher genre. Yeah, which is fine. I don't have a problem with that. You yeah. know, things can be like satirical and pay homage in ways like cabin in the woods perfect Mm -hmm. perfect example you know they've got they pull from fucking everything yeah but it makes sense and it's part of the story and then you know in the first strangers in the beginning like i said it shows all those houses that are supposed to look like slasher movie houses yeah tiny little thing you know that only like a real deal horror fan is going to notice you yeah. know, if they didn't read about it. I didn't know that, so I read about it, you know? Yeah. Um, But, I mean, when you go back and look at it, you're like, oh, that does look like yeah, Nancy's house from Nightmare on Elm Street, you know? But this movie is like, let's take all the tropes, in a sense, and put them on blast while also trying to make a good horror film, and it just bundles up into this... It's like a traffic jam. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a lot. Of, it's like it's trying to be way smarter than it is. Yeah. And it's like it's not Scream. Like, yeah. You know, that's another example is like Scream works because it puts all that on the plate. Whereas this movie is just like, you know, we'll we'll do all the we'll do all the tropes and it just it'll be all right. Yeah. yeah it's it like
2: that's that's what they felt like they felt like they could just all these tropes in there yeah. the movie would sell well and they don't have to worry about it's like them. we have the strangers that's yeah. the, to
1: me that's what their mindset was it's like we have these characters let's make this happen we can't fail yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and it's I, I mean i'm not shitting on the characters but like they're not i, I mean they're not as iconic as others yeah. you know, no, know what i mean yeah. so
2: it is kind of like They had an opportunity to make them more iconic, but...
1: Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's going to be a lot in this episode. We're just going to say something. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, back to it. Um, So, yeah, the truck pulls up in the driveway, and the song that was from the opening is, like, playing in the truck. And, you know, it pulls up, shuts off, and then we get a... Visual that it's like a it's like a trailer park, and inside the trailer that they just parked outside of, um, an elderly couple are asleep. Um, or I don't know, if elderly is the right word, but older. Um, and the woman wakes up. She hears something. Um, she hears like a knock at the door. Actually, and she gets up. Her husband's still asleep. Their dog is just slumped on the bed too. Like. Like a German Shepherd too, but it's not a guard dog. Yeah. <laughs> it gives no shits shit. whatsoever. So like, I'm asleep. Yeah. Um, you know they probably got that dog to be like menacing and a guard dog, but <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it does not do its fucking job.
2: They couldn't get a good take, so they just said, "You know what? It's yeah. a joke, man." <laughs>
1: um. So yeah, she um she goes and looks out um the window, and she sees the truck out there, and she locks the door, um, or specifically she puts the, like, chain lock on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she turns around to see Dollface standing in the corner of her kitchen um, with the mask on. And we get this, um, we get this like, kind of zoom-in thing. This happens a lot through this movie, I've noticed. Um, Johannes Roberts, like, uses this tactic, and it works sometimes and it doesn't. And I know I have one instance where I think it really fucking works. But a lot of the times it's just like, he does this zoom in for like suspense and it mm-hmm. just falls flat. Yeah. Like it's weird. That happened a lot with the mom. Yeah. In it works house. at this moment, you yeah. know, because it's the first time we're seeing this character and it's like, Ooh, you know, it's like, fuck, she's already in the house. Yeah. So yeah, the old lady's like, what are you, you know, what are you doing in my house? But it cuts back to a scene, to this different scene in the bedroom, husband sleeping and Dollface walks in and she like pets the dog. Still does nothing, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um, she gets in bed and lays down behind the sleeping husband. And we do get a cool shot of like her with the mask, like yeah, behind him. And then, bam! Title screen, like fucking Stranger Things or
2: some shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's so weird. It me. is so weird. A, it feels so low budget too. I don't know if that's just me, but I don't think it's so much low budget. Is that it?
1: It's I like it. I like the font, and I like the weird swirly, swooshy thing going on yeah. around it. It reminds me of Evil Dead a little bit. Yeah. But it doesn't fit the movie. No. <laughs> it's yeah. so weird.
3: I feel like it also just comes up at a really weird time. Yeah. Like, she just lays down, and you don't really see what happens or anything. It's just, you're supposed to use your head.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, that's just kind of... I guess it's just that tactic. I mean, yeah. A lot of movies do yeah. that, but... Use your imagination. Yeah.
2: But it there is a lot of, that's the thing it's like it and then I know it's the beginning of the movie, but the rest of the movie doesn't seem to like use any of that at all no it's just i mean we we get like confirmation later of like what, what happened what's happened
1: but yeah that that title screen man I don't get it that's when we were watching that movie in theaters and that came on I said, what the fuck like, in my head, I was just like, this is not...
2: <laughs> this is not the movie I
1: signed up for. This is <laughs> not The yeah. different you know? vibe altogether, really. Yeah, and it's playing, like, the 80s pop music. Yeah. And, like, the 80s pop goes throughout this whole fucking movie.
2: Yeah. Which is... Yeah. It's b- kind of like the theme they formed.
1: <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, again, is fine, but... It's, like, where they put most of their budget, I guess. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but yeah, it was really jarring and just very odd. Um but after the title, we get you know it's daytime, and we're introduced to the main characters, which is a family, um, and they're like they're packing up, and there's some like obvious hostility with the daughter. Um, now, Kinz, Kinsey, is it mm-hmm. Kinsey? Kenzie? Yeah. Kenzie, yeah. Let's talk about Kinsey for a second. <laughs> <laughs> the most just blatant stereotypical. I'm a bad kid. Like, yeah. I wear ripped jeans, you know. and I... And I get Ramones a, t-shirt. I got a Ramones... Oversized Ramones t-shirt, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I know people dress like that, and there's nothing wrong with it, you know? I still wear my Ramones shirt and shit, but I don't feel like... It, it just... It kind of pissed me off when I saw her, because I'm just like, oh, that's the angsty teen. Yeah. Know? And it's so annoying how they, blatant they it is. They just wrote, like, a very generic character,
2: and never improved upon it it's, at all. Yeah, and
1: it's like, all the characters are very generic. Yeah. It's like is just, like, plain Jane, you know, angsty teen number five. Mm-hmm. And then the mom is just, like, troubled with children mom. Yeah. You know, trying to make amends. The dad is just, like, kind of happy-go-lucky, but also just trying to keep the family together. And then the son is like, I love baseball. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know? and i get, <laughs> pick on my sister. Exactly. Because we have a sibling They really do,
3: like, just look like they should be in, like, an old navy or a J C Penny commercial. Yeah, they're definitely
1: a J C Penny family. Yeah, <laughs> they
3: look like the mannequins when you walk in.
1: Yeah, it's like the ads, and I don't get me wrong, I shop at J C Penney <laughs> still to this day. You know, I, I like cheaper clothes. All right, <laughs> <laughs> but they're they're just like the epitome of like J C Penny, old navy. Yeah, family. even the,
3: even like down to the
1: car <laughs> that they're driving. <laughs> yeah. It's all very just suburbs. Yeah the the uh, the silver minivan. Yeah <laughs> yeah. And not a nice minivan either. No, it looks like a rental. Yeah, (laughs) probably was for the movie. Oh man, Um, it's just all one
3: big enterprise commercial. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it's just they're uh, just right from the start. You can just tell they're very generic characters, and it's it's very upsetting because not that the characters in the first film were like deep and special. They're much more believable, though. They are more believable. They're not so much, like, cookie-cutter characters, and it's like, you kind of give a shit about them. Yeah. yeah. I don't give a shit about any either, of these characters. I don't either, yeah.
3: They're just, like, NPC carbon copy people.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Like, I give more fucks about the killers and, like, how they're gonna turn out. Yeah. They didn't give as much context
3: to, like, or, like characters at the beginning of the other strangers
2: they made a big like well we talked about how she was an angsty teen and they made a big deal about that because and that was the reason why they were moving yeah uh, or like getting away you know Mm -hmm. uh and like that was like their answer to like the first movies like we were on a date and i was gonna propose to you and then
3: it went that bad yeah yeah Yeah.
2: but it it just
3: doesn't but even the way they filmed that they just didn't come out i was like they didn't shoot, like, a whole scene where all that went down. Yeah. It was through yeah. context
1: clues that were really good. And that yeah. was... That scenario is more of, like, a relatable scenario to, yeah. Like everybody. Yeah. Because it's, like, nobody wants to be in that situation. Yeah. yeah. Whereas, like, this one... Of course, nobody wants to be in, like, a, a failing family, basically. Yes, but it's yeah, like, but... It's so generic. Yeah. It's so just basic. And it's, like... I'm not saying you have to have, like, the... Deepest character, the deepest characters of all time. Yeah, but like it just a little bit more effort. Yeah, would have been great. Yeah, you know, Um I just when I watch a horror film, and and my like I know I'm supposed to care about people that aren't the killers. Yeah, and in this movie, I just don't get that.
2: They will in horror movies, especially like they want you to be able to relate to the characters, so you can put yourself in their shoes. Yeah, so that way that gives you that suspense of like. When they're about to die, you know, like I don't want them to die because I could be this person too. Yeah, yeah like, it's, it's exactly. I mean,
1: you you don't want, you know. There's some movies where you, they make a character so obnoxious, that you're like, God, I can't wait till they die. Yeah, yeah. And it's satisfying. Like the the blonde dude in the Friday the Thirteenth. Oh made, yeah, yeah. Douchebag, know, one, yeah. The douchebag guy, like when he dies, oh, it's glorious. Yeah, you know, it's a good death too. <laughs> it's glorious. Yeah. Not, <laughs> <bet>. <laughs> but this, it's just you know, none of these characters like when they bite the bullet, am I like, oh, man. I mean, maybe, maybe one when we get there, but like... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll touch on that in a second. Yeah, they're they're packing up and leaving and then um, I think the dad asks like where uh, Luke is, the son, and uh, the mom explains they have to go pick him up at the baseball field. And he's like, oh, God, we're already late. You know, typical dad. (laughs) Um, So, they go and pick him up and then he kind of says goodbye good to his friends and stuff. And in the car, this is kind of how we find out more about like what, what's going on. And really, we just find out that the daughter, Kenzie, is just having trouble you know, with school. And she's just acting out and acting up. Smoking cigarettes. Smoking cigarettes, yeah. Um, Not smoking them right either. <laughs> and uh, her parents have decided to send her to a boarding school. So, later at night... Um, oh, yeah, there's also this... <laughs> the, the queef line. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I think Kinsey calls Luke a dick, and then he's like, he's like, you're a queef. <laughs> and the mom's, like, upset, and the dad, she's like, what's queef? <laughs> <You know? laughs> Seriously, what's a queef? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then... Uh, Cause after that, we we cut to like night and they're like stopped at a diner eating and everybody's inside except for Kenzie. She's out by the van being emotional. Being emotional, smoking her cigarette.
3: She does look like when she's not even in terror that she is about to cry all the time.
1: Yeah, she just has that face. Yeah. Like, just, I'm always sad face. Yeah. uh, This this is going to sound so mean, but it reminds me of Droopy, the cartoon character. Oh, yeah. Droopy the dog, you know what I mean? I think it's just she has a very round face. So yeah. It's like her cheeks kind of, dry, yeah. you know. <laughs> she well, looks I'm, like a bulldog. No, that's <laughs> not what I'm saying. It's just,
2: you know, it's it, not what I'm saying. <laughs> well, I had an idea actually even about that. Like, uh, like her as a character, like uh, they could have fleshed that out by more by like giving her a reason for why she's so angsty and stuff like that. Like acting out and stuff like that. Yeah, it's just never explained like what she did. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, like
1: Cindy goes out to talk to her uh, Cindy's the mom sorry and they kind of have this like banter back and forth and Kenzie's like you know my other friends aren't getting sent away mm-hmm. you know so it it's alluded that her and her friends like did something bad yeah. bad enough for them to have to send her to fucking boarding school you know yeah. And she's just pissed about it basically but yeah we never we never actually find out like what she did and that kind of bugs me <laughs> it's just like I don't I guess I don't need to know but like that's just more character depth that could yeah. Kind of know? yeah.
3: Probably wasn't even that bad.
1: Probably not. It's because she's smoking sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, so after after the diner, um, they're pulling up on a, like, trailer park that obviously looks very empty. Um, and I think I think the dad even makes a comment, like, is anybody even here? And, yeah. Uh, the mom, Cindy, says... Um, She's pretty sure everybody leaves like during the holiday. It's because it's like what time? What it's like? It's like July. It is summertime. Yeah, it's like summertime. Yeah. So once they get to the um, trailer park, um, they pull up to like the front office, and uh, Cindy goes inside. It's it's unlocked. Um, you know, she flips the lights on. She finds a key with a note um, saying. That they're in cabin or they're in trailer forty seven, and it's from Uncle Marvin. Um, and then under Uncle Marvin, there is a smiley face on the note, which comes into play. It doesn't at first. It doesn't seem like anything like treacherous or yeah, you know, bad. So they get to their trailer, get settled in, but the dad, what is his name again? I, I, Mike. Yeah, Mike finds. Um, food in, like, Chinese takeout mm-hmm. in the fridge, which is kind of odd. Like, why would there be food? Because the rest of the fridge is empty. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of your first red herring. Like, you know, whatever. So, after, as they're getting settled, uh, somebody knocks on the door and uh, Cindy opens it and it's a girl and it just happens to be Dollface. Um, and this is the same tactic they use in the first film. She opens the door and... Dollface asks, Is Tamara home? Cindy says she has the wrong place, and the girl leaves. Um,
3: There's just something about this scene compared to when they did it the first time. Yeah. Like, I mean, I know you're not making like a complete copy of the first movie, but it's just not as sinister or just something. You know what I mean? Like, her silhouette is more vibrant. Like, you can see her face more. Yeah. Like, it, seems, more, yeah. it
1: seems more lit than nor- the, <clears throat> the last one I also feel like there's not much there's not much time between them getting there and then, the, and then that
3: happened yeah it was, yeah. It was almost instant almost yeah
2: like- which I guess you could argue it's like the whole point like the whole first movie was just like them setting up the characters and then immediately kind of getting into like the yeah. the stuff but that being said well, I don't know. Like it just feels like so rushed. Yeah. The the whole movie that, that yeah you know,
1: Yeah, there's the, no build. The pace in this one and the pace in the last one are just yeah. so different. Mm-hmm. Um there's just no like suspense build up
2: as much as there needs to be. And I would even say on to what you were saying, Zach, like it does need to be its own thing. But and that's kind of the thing that bothers me about this one. Is the lighting is different but it does seem very much the same. Like the way they tried they it's like they tried to recreate it. Yeah. But it they does, didn't yeah. get it right.
3: Like in just the way she says things, like my problem is like this doll face is just so different type of like doll face compared Ooh, yeah. to the first I, one.
2: And it is a new actress, but like you know
1: It's just yeah. it's not so much for the actresses, it is just like well I guess it is, because the writing's nothing like crazy, but it is she, just kind of like she comes off so much more sassy all the
3: time when she's talking like unprovoked sass. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So after that um, Mike father um, tries to get the kids to play cards with him and um, Cindy the mom and uh, Luke agrees and then they try he tries to get Kenzie and there's this like father daughter moment He's he's just he's really trying you know. Yeah. And Kenzie storms out and leaves so instead we'll of smoke either. Smoke a cigarette. Yeah. The <laughs> nicotine fiend. So uh, the parents make Luke go after her just because they know, um, like, if they go after her, like, it's not. Nothing's going to happen. Yeah. Like, she's just going to. think yeah. it happens all the time. Exactly. So they're like, you know, you're her brother. She'll listen to you. It's because they you know? just didn't want to do it. <laughs> 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 so you're the older one. You deal with this. <laughs> um. I mean, honestly, at this point, I don't know if I would want to deal with it either. God damn
3: it. Just, just. <laughs> you make good grades and play baseball.
1: Go talk to her.
2: <laughs> <laughs> rub off on her. Give us some influence.
1: All right. Um, so he catches up with her. Luke catches up with Kenzie and kind of, he, he's just, he's just a, being a brother, I guess. That's yeah. That's how you describe it.
0: And like he's just tr- trying TV to get her to be a brother.
1: Back. Yeah. And he does make a comment about her smoking the cigarettes. He's like, you know this person inhale those, right? And then she like storms <laughs> off and he's like, it's just a joke. <laughs> she says something while she's almost about to burst into tears. <laughs> yeah.
0: Shut up.
3: Yeah. I can smoke cigarettes.
1: When they're walking by, um, they're in this area where there's like a playground and there is this kind of cool shot of they walk past the playground and we see Dollface in the distance. And, you know, the the camera kind of it, it follows them and then it stops and then it stays on the playground and we see Dollface and then we see her run off. I'm not a fan of this shot. I was just thinking about it like when we rewatched it. Like, I think it would have been more effective if like Dollface was there yeah, and she never moved but the yeah. camera doesn't stop. Like, if it just followed them and it's just a blink and you miss it.
3: Yeah. That's more that effective cool. That's a kind
1: of a similar vibe they would have done Even the if they would thing. have done just like, a, just like a ding, you know, kind of music note. Where you're like, what?
2: What just happened? Well, that's something I was actually wanting to, like, bring up in this uh, podcast, actually, is that I feel like they gave the killers a little too much emotion in this. Like, mm-hmm. like, yeah. like you said that she should have just been standing still and never moved or something like that, or maybe, like, something cut, and then she's, like, gone all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. But, like, in this one, it seems like they're almost too human, yeah. if that makes
3: sense. You know what it is for me? It's,
2: like, that I can see their eyes all the time. Yeah. All so, the time. There's a scene later on that I'm sure we'll talk about. Anyways, but I'll get into that more time. The... Yeah, what yeah. yeah. Uh are you talking about the man? Yeah. I am, mean, I don't know if that's what you were talking about. I don't know. What were you talking
3: about? I was just talking about they're even like wearing eye makeup.
2: Oh yeah. I know what you're <laughs> talking about. Yeah, that
1: one. Like.
2: Um oh, come on man. Like Batman did it. <laughs>
1: it's fine. <laughs> Batman can do it. I can do it too. And Michael Keaton made his appear and disappear in the, time. <laughs> <laughs> the power of editing. Yeah. Not Pattinson though. <laughs> I think he looks emo as fuck. Yeah, edge Lord Batman. All right. <laughs> uh, um. So back at the trailer, um, Cindy and Mike, um, they hear another knock at the door. Uh, Mike opens it up and it's Dollface again, and she once again asks if uh Tamara is home, and Mike's like, you know, like, do you need help? Like, are you okay? Do we need to call somebody for you? And she just walks away. And as she's walking away, we get another one of these like intense zoom in things. Yeah. And this one for me just falls flat because it's just like, why did why, how does this make me feel suspenseful? Yeah. That she's walking away, and then she like, turns and looks back. Yeah.
3: Like, and like also in those scenes, there's like, so much street light that you just can see them go and go forever. Yeah. Like there's no. In the first one, she walked off.
1: She... Like, the first one's secluded. Yeah. You know, but it is, it's a
2: neighborhood, but it's, like, a big neighborhood where it's, like, big yards yeah. and stuff. Yeah. It's, like, it's believable that people would be living here, but also... Yeah. It's out of the way.
1: With this one, you know, it's just trailer parks. So it's it's more condensed, which is fine, but, like, it's just, it is very bright, but it's also, it's too bright in the dark. Yeah. Yeah. I guess yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, just weird, that weird zoom-in thing, like, it just,
2: it really takes me out of it, because it goes so long, too. Um, There's some missed opportunities in that, too, like, talking about the trailer park, like, just the setting itself, like, uh, I've lived in multiple trailer parks in my life, and, like, I'll tell you, like, going out at night and, like, taking out the trash or something is very spooky, (laughs) you know, it just feels like... Yeah, you feel... Really? Like something's around you. Yeah, there's a
1: lot
3: more darkness
1: around. Yeah, it's, well, not... it's like even here, man. I mean, like, I mean, like, I know this is just like condos or apartments, but yeah. talk. But our trash is like down there, and it's like that dark alley. Yeah, like, yeah, it's fucking creepy. I yeah. hate taking trash out at night <laughs> because yeah. I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, there's
3: like corners where you can't like see too well. Yeah, and in the movie, yeah. I just feel like there's really none of that. It's like you see like some brush area.
1: Sometimes,
2: it's like, just it's very open it's really yeah. open like when me and Katie were living uh, in uh, Abington like way out there mm-hmm. uh, there was a, a a coyote in the fucking dumpster oh, one night. when we took out the trash and I jumped out and ran <laughs> scared the shit out of everybody it was crazy. <laughs> There's all kinds of cats
1: that like live around here, where yeah. it's like downtown. You know, street cats. Um, they're always at that fucking trash. It scares the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> like, they just come out of the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> there's also like a there's like an automatic like a motion sensor light mm-hmm. on the last unit, and that pops on, and you just see them scatter <laughs> <laughs> like roaches. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, those are probably around too. I mean, it's oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, after, after she walks away, that weird zoom, um, Mike does notice like the front light bulb, like the front door light, um, the porch light is unscrewed and he fixed it, which I think is like a cool callback. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Using the same tactic. And after that, we go back to Luke and Kenzie. Um, they come across a trailer that a door is wide open. So like natural teenagers, they go to investigate, um. (laughs) And when they're inside, they're like, they like they just smell something really bad. And um, as they're walking towards the bedroom, they find um, they open up the window or the curtain on the window, and they see "hello" written,
2: yeah,
1: um, all over it. Um, was another thing they used they did in the first film. It's, the, it's
2: just the lyrics to that Nirvana song, "Hello." <laughs> I'm thinking Lionel Richie.
1: Oh <laughs> yeah, well that too. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they they turn around. Well, I think Kenzie sees it first, and they just see this on the bed. There's the sheet, um, the bloodied and you know, mm-hmm. and uh, I think Luke is the one that pulls it off. But he pulls it off, and we get this badass like effect. Like, look, you know, it's yeah. like just yeah. um, this is the the old couple from the opening that we find out, but. Not so much, like, the woman when we see her face. Like, she's just bloodied up. But she's the, got, make- like, clown makeup on. Yeah, her. they, like, you know, did her up. But, like, the husband, his, like, jaw's broken down. His eyes are missing. It looks so cool. And it, I wish it was on screen longer. It
3: looks cool, but I was telling Andrew earlier when we were watching it again, I was like, it's cool, but, like, that's... It looks like something Michael Myers would do. Like, it's so aggressive and would take so much, like, strength...
2: Yeah. yeah. And that's, uh, we were talking about that too, is that like, it's kind of like they tried to make the characters like a lot of different characters. Yeah. Like, uh, or a lot of different killers from other movies. And uh, like, something like Michael Myers would do. And the last movie, it seemed like they just kind of stalked him down until they had like no fight left into yeah. him. And then they just slowly killed yeah. him.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, but in this one, it's like they go for like more brutal kills. Yeah. Like, Yeah. it's
1: It's not. This movie as a whole is just not as realistic feeling mm -mm, as
2: it's not consistent either with like the first one at all. Like,
1: that's what's so scary about the first one is like, it seems like it could happen. It could happen, yeah, you know. I mean, that shit happens out
3: in the world today, you know. And there's a lot more like mental stress for the characters in the first one, like, because they're just being tortured Mm -hmm. mentally, and then in this one. They toil with them a little bit, but as if like you were getting mugged by somebody and they were tossing their knife back and forth that yeah. sort of deal. Not like I'm gonna yeah. stalk you. Well the setting you, the like-
1: setting in this one causes a lot of issues with like that kind of stuff. Because it's like the first film, it's like they're isolated. Yeah. yeah. They're in this house. Like I mean, yeah, they could run, but it's like there's like nobody around. But like we only go from the house to the shed.
0: Yeah. Back yeah. to the
1: house. You know, the yard, if you want to count that. And that's it. This one, it's around the park. Around the trailer park. Yeah. And it kind of kills that, like, we are trapped here. Yeah. like... Because, I mean, had these characters been able to just get away and get to the main road before the killers get to them, like, they're free. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's... In the first film, it's like, they're stuck there. Yeah. And there's no getting out of it. So they they find the ox. Also, when they go into that room, they hear—I forgot—they hear like a knock, and the dog is still alive. Yeah, hallelujah! I would have been pissed if they killed yeah, dog. Too. Yeah, Um And the dog just whimpers and runs off. You know, he's he's fucking had it. Well, he's been having <laughs> to smell that stuff forever. Oh yeah,
2: ten out of ten just for the dog being <laughs> alive.
3: What if they would have like went in there and the dog was like been in there so long that he was like eating them? Oh, man, oh no, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: which I'm assuming that's just all, like, the events in the very opening were just the previous night. Yeah, yeah. it was very recent. Or it was maybe, or maybe it was just that night before they got there. Yeah. Like, a few hours or so before. Lindsay and Luke take off, and then they um, they run into their parents um, who went looking for them um, after Dollface, you know, did her little thing again. And, you know, they they tell them that they found... Uncle Marv and Aunt Cheryl. Um, this is the Uncle Marv that left the note for them, their family, you know. Yeah. And, you know, Mike tells Cindy to take uh, Kenzie back to their trailer and to call the police and that he and Luke are going to go investigate. He and Kinsey, um go back to the trailer and this is where they find... They see, like, all their... Well... Kenzie's basically having a panic attack, so her mom's trying to calm her down. And then Kenzie sees all of their phones on the table, like smashed.
2: Yeah, have been busted up.
1: Yeah. And I was talking to you guys about this before, but like there's no there's no like time reference in this movie. Like we don't know like what year this is happening mm-hmm. or anything like that. But like they have like touch screen phones, smartphones. Like, yeah there's one flip phone I'm assuming that is the dad's, yeah um, but like they have they have like touch screen phones, which puts it you know in a more precise time, I guess you know I can't remember when like touch screen phones were like that modern, you know, like, or yeah. when they were like introduced, and like everybody had one, but like the first film is like two thousand and five, and it reflects that
2: well, I know that uh <laughs> this is off topic completely. <laughs> but i know that in uh how much mother yeah they reference in an episode that like in 2008 the smartphone came out and it changed everything the way people communicated and yeah, stuff yeah I yeah remember that so yeah i mean but it doesn't <sighs> it doesn't feel like it's around that time frame, no yet. it's it's weird and it's but it's, it's just like, hard to pin down and they could have done a better job about it
1: yeah it's it's hard to pin down like how much time in, is in between these first two movies and it's like that just to me begs the question like where the fuck have these characters been? Like the strangers, the killers. Yeah. Where have they been from the first film to the
3: <clears throat> second? It would have been way cooler to get an opening, like even with just like news reels or articles yeah. and stuff of just like a span of like these killings and they never been caught. Like, and they're at like who at are they? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know.
1: No, it's like it, it just doesn't. I feel like again, just character development. And, like, I just need to know, like, where have they been? Yeah. Because, obviously, they're still killing because they're killing these people. But it's like, that's a big time jump if we're talking 2005 to, we'll say, 2008, even though it doesn't feel like 2008. No, it doesn't. Those
3: phones that they have on the counter, like, when I was looking at them, they look like I
1: mean, they're not iPhones, but, like... They look
3: like what you get when you have, like, a straight-talk Walmart Android
1: that's yeah. what they look yeah, like, the most
3: basic model you can get, smartphones. So maybe, like, when that time period started to be, an ag- smartphones are accept- more
2: accessible to everybody. Because yeah. Yeah. smartphones weren't always as accessible to everyone, yeah. Yeah. It, even when they were out, like, for the first time.
1: Yeah, so I just, I don't know. It, it bugs me that we don't have, like, a definite time, or just a year. Yeah. You know? So, um, oh, shoot, where were we? Yeah, the, the the phones. They find the phones and Cindy's trying to call on one of them and she starts to get through and um, Kenzie turns around and she sees Dollface in the trailer and she's got her mask on now. And so they just panic, hyperventilate, and um, Dollface comes at them with a the knife and they take off running to the bedroom of the trailer and like shut the door and then they lock themselves in the bathroom. And... I, when they're, like, in the bathroom, you know, Dollface is still, like, she, like, knocks on the door. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, just toying.
2: Open the door.
1: Um, um And, <laughs> you know, they're trying to figure out what to do, and they see that there's, like, a skylight um, in the bathroom. So, Cindy helps Kenzie get up there and open it, and she gets out, and... Has, Kenzie gets out. um, Dollface is just busting through that door. Yeah. And... (sighs) To me, like,
3: Dollface doing that particular thing is, like... In the other movie, like... I'm not saying women are weak or anything. I'm just saying that, like, in the other movie... The man in the mask was the more, like, guy... Aggressive. He was
1: was the strength.
3: Like, even when she slams the knife on the counter and starts chasing after him. That's so not, like... The character. G- the, like, she's... They're all, like, the man in the mask now. Yeah. They're
1: all aggressive. They're all, like... Well, she kind of has an instance like that in the first film, like... It's not till
3: later, though, when she's, like, in the cabinet, yeah. right? Yeah. But,
1: I mean, I guess, like, we don't know... Again, we don't know how long they've been doing this. Yeah, they could have, like change. yeah because in is. The
3: Strangers they hinted at it being like their first time oh yeah it definitely is their yeah. first time
1: because at the end they say like it'll be easier next time yeah this yeah. was that was their <clears throat> first kill
3: yeah so yeah. I guess you're right they could be more like vet, veterans at it yeah mm-hmm. but still it's just like they just seem so much smarter in the first one yeah and like in this one they just feel so just quick to action without actually thinking about and them. it
2: costs them it does yeah like they're careless now which yeah. you wouldn't think at the time. Well, I mean, time. if you got away for so long, you would be careless at, to a sense. But, like, you'd think if you got away with it at the same time that you would, like, that you would have things that you had set up to, like, n- ensure that your survival and also that you wouldn't be caught.
1: Yeah. yeah. But, you know. I, I mean, that's just a... I don't know. don't <laughs> know. Um. yeah but anyway Kenzie, <laughs> Kenzie is like I'm just I'm just trying to think of like how yeah to get back on it um, Kenzie's getting out and then she's trying to get her mom Cindy to come up and Kenzie's or Cindy's just like telling her to go and Dollface is in at this point and she comes up behind Cindy who's still like reaching up to Kinsey, like go you know get out of here save
2: yourself
1: <laughs> yeah and the scene piss, pisses me off. Yeah, but,
3: it is. I think it's the worst. Like kill in the whole movie. Yeah,
1: like she just she just gets up behind her and then she just stabs her in the back. And it's like there's no fight.
2: There's no yeah.
3: struggle. Like she's she maintains her arms in the air to Kenzie as she's getting stabbed. Yeah, but and, not even touching. So yeah. she's just like run. I
2: think, <laughs> it's yeah, it's very it's very awkward. It is, it is. Yeah, and I think the thing that makes me so upset about it is that like. It doesn't have to be a hundred percent real all the time, but the, the thing about the first Rangers that was so cool is that it was so realistic, and that and the fact that this could happen to you, and this scene in particular is just so unrealistic. Like I get that they're trying to portray like that she's a mother, you know, she wants motherly love. I want my child to survive. Yeah, she wants her kid to yeah, survive. But, but there's no fight or flight. Yeah, that you if you someone was behind you and you knew they were trying to kill you, there is no way in hell. That you would not try to do something yeah. to survive.
3: Even if they would have just done it differently, like a little bit, the fact like maybe Kenzie got out and they find out that she couldn't get out too as she's breaking down the door and then the mom turns around grabs the thing to fight her with, but yeah. it just doesn't go her way. That would have even been better than just the I'm I'm giving up. Just yeah. The, yeah
1: it's like she just doesn't like I said, there's no fighter like, for fight. I want to die. Uh, yeah.
3: Kill me. Yeah. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> like, We're taking you to boarding school.
1: My life sucks. <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's so it's very awkward because there's just no struggle like there's not even like a pushback or anything. Mm-hmm, no. she just lets it happen. Let's it lets it happen. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. It's just it's just very very weird. Um, but yeah, after after she gets stabbed, you know, I mean, obviously she's dead. Um, she's like slumped on with her head in the sink. Yeah. And then, um, Kinsey you know, is able to get away. She jumps off that room
3: real clean for some like if I, I every time she does it, I'm just like, that would have hurt my angst, man. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: jumped out of U-Haul and broke my foot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um so after a quick break we'll return. All right, and we are back. Um so yeah, Kenzie is taken off. Her mother has just been slain um almost willingly it seems um <laughs> uh, yeah. So after after that scene, um, we go back to Mike and Luke, and they make it to Uncle Marv's trailer, and Luke takes them in, and then they find the bodies. Mike tries to call the police on the phone, but the line gets cut. Um, the uh the the line to the house the house phone landline so, landline. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, there, there we go. go.
2: Got you. Oh man. Um, I haven't heard of that in years. <laughs>
1: So yeah, he um, after that he sees like the uh, voicemail machine um is like blinking, and he plays it, and it's um a voicemail from earlier where Cindy's saying, you know, they're gonna be there late, blah blah blah, and so this is kind of like the, like the thing that reveals like, well, they knew they were coming. Yeah, yeah, that's
3: know? what I was uh, thinking earlier. I think the note that left by Marvin was them.
1: Yeah, no, so. I completely forgot about this. But, yeah, the I think the note was normal. Yeah. But the smiley face is not. Yeah, They had okay. a smiley face, and I completely forgot to mention it, but when they first pull up at the cabin, or, yeah. God, I keep saying cabin, uh, yeah. at the trailer, <laughs> on the mailbox is that smiley face. Yeah, well, okay. So, like,
2: they know they're coming. Can I ask a question real quick? Yeah. And forgive me, I just don't remember, but... Is the smiley face any part of the first movie at all? No. Okay, so that's another thing I was going to say, too, is that, like, it feels like they're just really trying to brand out this movie in this one. Yeah, like, I can see that. Like, trying to be, like, the smiley face, you know? They wanted... It seems like they wanted it to be, like... Yeah,
1: I mean, they do the hello, and they, like, write killer in the first yeah. one. on, the, on Yeah. The, yeah, not, not the smiley face. That's definitely just in this one. But, yeah, that's... Um, I completely forgot about that, but, yeah, it's on the mailbox. So that's kind of the first... That's how you find out. Like they knew they were coming. This isn't just like coincidence. Yeah, that's why there's like, even this, though it seems like there's a lot of coincidence in this movie coming soon. Um,
3: that's why they have like the Asian food in the fridge because they've been staying in that yeah particular trailer waiting for them. That's they, probably why it happens so quickly too because yeah, it's all been set up. Yeah, been hanging out, basically. Yeah.
1: So yeah, then um, they, Mike and Luke. Um start hearing like loud noises and bangs um like on the trailer, and they they kind of hide and Mike tells Luke like to take off and make it run for it and get out of there, and he'll be right behind him, but as uh Luke tries to go to the front door, he sees the man in the mask um standing out there on the street with the axe um <laughs> I was saying that and all I could think of. It. He's just standing there, menacingly. But he's really kind of not,
3: though. Like, he does look cool, but, like, he's just in the middle of the road, fully vibrant, fully seen, just like...
1: Well, I mean, I do think it's a little bit more effective than some of the doll-faced instances. Because it is just like, we haven't seen him yet. Yeah. This is is the first shot that they've not seen anyone, you know, besides...
2: uh, her without her mask. Yeah. yeah. You know, they've
1: not seen anyone with a mask on. It seems yeah. like a threat. And, you know, he's obviously... The man is, like, obviously the biggest threat. It's just because he is the stronger one. He's got the axe. You know, he's, he's bigger than the two girls, you know. So he is more menacing. So Mike um, looks around for Uncle Marv's um, revolver. And he's able to find it. And he goes to, I think he says, like, you know, you've got, like, five seconds to get out of here. I'm going to shoot. He counts down. He goes to shoot. Um, or he, he just, like, points the gun out. The man's gone. So they take off back towards their trailer. And inside, um, Mike walks towards the bathroom because he sees, like, the door has been just, like, torn down. And he sees Cindy, like, slumped over on the sink and there's like a bloody smiley face again on the um, mirror and there's bloody handprints all over very theatrical yeah so you know he tries to check on her but she's she's already dead and luke tries to come in he like holds him back so they hop in the van and
3: oh wait i want to say i do really like how when the son and dad find him and like the son, it switches kind of his perspective, I guess in a way. But it's got that ringing of like that loud, like ring. a shell shock kind yeah, of yeah. yeah like yeah. It, it works really cool in that
1: instance. Yeah, how did forget about that? Yeah, it's, it's it's like very muffled as like the dad's, the dads talking yeah. to him, and it him, gives yeah.
3: you like a sense of just like shock.
1: Yeah,
3: and I like that. A yeah, lot. It's very it's
1: very effective. So yeah, while that's going on too, like Kenzie's still like running from Dollface, trying to get away. Um, and then Mike and Luke are in the van driving around. They're yelling for Kenzie. Um, you know, they're not having any luck. And then something crashes onto the windshield.
3: It looks really gross. Whatever it like, is, yeah, I don't
1: know if it's just like a big chunk of mud or what. <laughs> yeah. It looks like they threw like sour milk jug at it. <laughs> yeah, like a frozen, <laughs> yeah, <salad>. yeah. <laughs> oh man there has been chilling in another trailer he's yeah. like cooking that thing in the freezer <laughs> like a milk bomb <laughs> yeah
2: um it's the greatest weapon for breaking windshields
1: <laughs> but yeah it shatters the windshield and like he loses control and um like swerves off into a trailer and they just crash right into the porch son's
3: yeah. reaction too is pretty genuine he's just like oh shit <laughs> like <laughs> when it that happens that's how I would have been like what the fuck
1: so, yeah, um, they crash into that, and then we cut back to Kenzie, who's still running. But as she's, like, trying to get away, um, she comes across the man um, who is in the truck, the pickup truck now. He's driving towards her, and she goes and hides in, um, like, a tunnel thing in the playground. Yeah.
3: He's playing, like, really loud 80s music in the cars. Oh, right yeah, he's there, blasting this, that shit. Blasting, yeah. Um
1: blasting, So, yeah, he... He drives around. I think it's more of like a, he's just toying with her. It's kind yeah. of like a shark circling yeah. his bait. Yeah. He saw her go in there, you know. So she's like in this, in this like tunnel thing, and like um, he pulls up to like the front side of it, and he's got the light shining on her, and he's just revving the engine. She screams, like, Leave us alone! And then, ooh, <laughs> This yeah. this is very effective jump yeah. scare, yeah. I think. And they showed this in the trailer, and I really wish they would yeah, just not yeah. showed it in the trailer. Um, the pinup girl just comes out of the fucking shadow behind her and just says, "But we've just started." Yeah, and it's scary, man. Because yeah. like again, we've not seen pinup girl at all, you know. And it just, God, dude, it's it's a good jump scare. Um, it's just, t- I mean, it, it it makes sense, but at the same time, like, like it's it's really effective, but. It doesn't make much sense in the sense of like, how did pinup girl know she was yeah. in there? Was she just waiting in there? The exactly. Yeah, yeah. It, it's one of those instances where it's like very coincidental. We're yeah, we get
2: that later too. Well, okay, I will say this for that reason: there are. It looks like there are multiple entrances. There are. Yeah. yeah. So maybe she could have snuck her way in while and he was like toying with her. She could
1: have. Yeah, I guess. But at the same time, it's just like it is just very random. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean. It's a jump scare, so you know, it's
3: like when they were writing, they were just like, you know, what would be cool, but they didn't really think about like what would lead up to the part that would
1: be cool. They just like, let's do the cool thing. Like, I don't, I don't, (laughs) I don't want to sound like too nitpicky about it. It's it's just random, it is awesome. Yeah, it's probably one of the best scenes like in the film. Well, it's
2: it's what I've been thinking about too while we've been talking about like all the bad stuff and the good stuff. Yeah, it's that like it kind of feels like they just threw spaghetti at a wall and was like this works and this doesn't let's yeah. just put it all in yeah.
1: yeah that's that's a good analogy I like that <laughs> but yeah so after that Kenzie takes off screaming and we go back to Luke and Mike and Luke wakes up um, from the wreck and and um, he he wakes his dad up who's like slumped against the uh, the dash the, the horn yeah I'm thinking of so the horn is blowing but he um, wakes him up, and he's tries to like get him out, and then they realized um, Mike is impaled by the porch, like yeah. the, the post of the porch, the too, like the, the big por- part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the the, the handrail yeah. part. Um, I mean, he's he's not going anywhere. You know, he is stuck. Yeah, it, lo- it looks brutal. So, um, Luke. You know, or uh, Mike, sorry, tells Luke, you know, like you, you need to go find your sister. Um, you need to get the fuck out of here and find the gun, and he kind of just tells him how to use it, real quick. And after Luke leaves, um, there's this. I, I like this shot a lot, but it's um, outside. Luke goes, and we see Mike in the car, just in a lot of pain, and like in the background. The man's been watching this whole time.
2: Yeah.
1: But this is one of the first instances I've noticed where timing doesn't match up a whole lot for me. I don't know if it's just me. But how did the man in the mask go from terrorizing Kinsey driving around... To being out on foot. Back out on foot. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's a little weird.
1: doesn't make much sense.
2: yeah. Yeah. They, I feel like... They could have done something cool with that, though. They like, could have like done like a thing where it's like, the time is not exactly... That's not all in order. I think
3: they should have just... Instead of using the man in the mask, they should have used Pin-Up Girl in that situation. She's really underused in the movie. Like, she, yeah. yeah. She doesn't... Agreed. She's not used a whole lot in the first one, either. But the man in the mask has so much footage time, and he does so much like mm-hmm. to all of them. And other than that jump scare, and I feel like what happens to her later on is the only times you really see her. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, Dollface could have been used for that jump scare because she it was made already because she was already like chasing yeah. her. Yeah. And then, yeah, Pen-Up Girl would have been nice in that spot. Because, um, like, but I will say, the scene coming up again, I like the scene, and I don't think it would have been as effective. Because you were talking about how you see their eyes a lot. Oh, yeah. Like specifically, I think it's cool that you see his eyes a lot. For him,
3: cool. it works. Yeah. Because, like, the type of mask, like, it reminds me of, like, Friday the 13th Part 2 mask. Like, you see Jason's eye. Like, like
1: it's, ta- the town that dreaded Sundown. Yeah, kind of like,
3: thing. it's that yeah. sort of, it works well with that yeah. type of mask.
1: But, yeah, it, it, the, the timing's just kind of weird. Yeah. It's like, how is he here, and then how is he over here? You know, the the man gets in the car with Mike and he uh, he turns the radio on and he's back to his eighties eighties pop music. He turns it all the (laughs) way up too. (laughs) Yeah, he turns all the way up and, you know, Mike's just pleading with him and he hold the, the man in the mask holds up an ice pick and you know, Mike just continues to plea with him and he you know, the man never says anything and he just stabs him like in the neck, like the throat. He, he
3: stabs him in
1: the chest or stomach first, right? Doesn't he stab him one good
3: time? I feel time? like
2: it's more like in this area like It you know. yeah,
3: it's somewhere. Uh, yeah, I There's two stabs, I mean, it, in there. it
2: would make more sense if it was in the neck, but just because you see the blood come out. No, of his he mouth. De- he definitely stabs him in the neck. Yeah, but... I thought
3: he stabbed him a second time, like oh, stabbed him cuz he goes in for like a motion and then, like, he, like, holds it up and the thing looks already bloody. And um, I feel like he just kind of slowly puts it in his throat after that. I don't
1: know. I just remember him stabbing him in the throat.
3: Yeah, that's, like, the biggest yeah. part. Yeah. Because,
1: like, this, and this is what I was just talking about, but, like, he stabs him in the throat. And, like, this scene just builds such great tension and such good buildup. Because you know he's going to die. Yeah. There's nothing, you know, and it makes you so fucking uncomfortable. Yeah. And it's, like... Like a good and comfortable, I guess you know. But I like,
3: like it. yeah, the man in the mask when he even gets in the car, he just doesn't even look at him right away. Yeah, he like gets in, and just kind of sits there and concentrates on the radio, mm-hmm. and then looks at him. He never
1: acknowledges him. Yeah. yeah, but when he stabs him and like Mike kind of leans forward, you know the the man's lean forward too, and I like this because you can see his eyes darting like that mm-hmm. he's yeah. watching Mike's eyes like he's literally watching like the life drain out of him yeah. which I think is real fucking sinister yeah cause it's just you just that's a good instance where you're just like man this guy's like fucked yeah, yeah like he just it's like there's you can't see any emotion but you just know there's satisfaction in his eyes the way he's watching him yeah it's like he doesn't just do it and just leave he watches him fucking die yeah, yeah.
3: Then he turns the music off. Yeah, he turns the music <laughs>
1: off and he, like, cleans his hand and wipes off the ice pick and then he gets out and that's it. But, yeah, I, th- I think that's, like, that's that scene is so much better than the mom's death. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because it's, like, yeah. I actually, at that point, I give a shit about the dad. Yeah. I'm like, damn, man. He's like, trying. He's really trying. Yeah. Whereas the mom, it was just, like, I don't feel like, like, uh, yeah, she, she did her job in getting Kinsey out, but yeah. it's, like, she also didn't, like, try to fight whereas like Mike he can't fight he is fucking impaled yeah (laughs) yeah yeah that's it's just a killer scene I think it is Um, Yeah, it's not my favorite scene in the movie but it's definitely like one that deserves credit my second favorite I would say yeah after that Kenzie um, makes her way into like another trailer and this is another thing that just gets me. doesn't make much sense to me anyway. Um, she kind of hears something in the trailer and she goes into the bedroom and she finds this Jack in the box. And when she like grabs it, um, you know, it pops open and as it pops open, doll face appears in the background under a blanket, like comes after her. And I think she like cuts her, um, uh, hand or arm or leg. Yeah. She both. both Yeah. Yeah. She does. Um, and then right after that, you know, she's, like, struggling with her, and then Luke comes in with the, the handgun and, and gets Kinsey away. My problem with this, though, is, was like, how did Dollface know Kinsey was going into that said cabin at that moment? Yeah. I keep saying cabin. Trailer. No, no, <laughs> no it's sorry. okay. It's okay. Um, it, it's just coincidence again. And it's, like, <laughs> too... This movie has too much coincidence happening to me.
3: It's yeah. almost like they make them... Like, they're not forcing it by any means, but they almost have, like, a supernatural ability like Michael Myers. Yeah. To like, just appear out of nowhere.
1: Or, like, the the Jason Voorhees thing. Yeah. Like he's just here, and he's there. And it's like... I don't know. It it just seems... It's, it's like the spaghetti thing. Yeah. It's like, they were like, this would be good, but we don't need to explain it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: it's also just... I don't know. It's like... I forgot what I was gonna say. I was <laughs> trying yeah, to like either. keep it going. I do it all the time. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, move on. Yeah, I can got... just move on. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah,
1: so it's just very, it's very weird to me, and just very random, and just like, oh, what a coincidence! I mean, the same trailers are. Yeah. So yeah, um, Luke gets her to drop the knife and let um, Kinsey go, and Dollface kind of giggles, and she like asks, "Are you gonna shoot me?" And he just can't pull the trigger while is like, give me the fucking gun, I will shoot her, you know? I believe her, you
3: know? I don't know, man. If I was him, I would have done it, too. No matter how good of a person you are, that was like, they killed my mom. And, like, my dad's probably hurt or dead. Like, at that point, I'd be like, I'm not gonna let these people fucking do more of this.
2: Yeah. It's easier said than done. Yeah. Like, in the scenario. But, I mean... I mean, that's that's his flaw,
1: though. That's his, like, character flaws. He just... I mean, unironically, can't pull the trigger, you know? Yeah.
3: Like, and he also didn't actually, like, witness any of... Yeah. Like, she did, so...
2: Um, It'd definitely be a different yeah, scenario I mean, for Yeah, like, Kenzie's been terrorized this whole fucking yeah. time. She's yeah.
1: being chased and chased and chased, whereas Luke's been on the run, but not, like, in the same... Yeah. He's yeah. not been, like, followed. Um, he didn't witness his mother <laughs> he get killed. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, yeah, he just, you know, he can't do it, and then they take off, and... They're able to get into another trailer, and Luke's able to, like, um, kind of mend her wounds. Um, I think he rips off her, like, flannel to, like... Tourniquet. T- tourniquet, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. And so he's he's trying to, like, just calm her down and just be a big brother, basically, and tell her it's okay. But she's, you know, blaming herself for their mom getting killed and saying it's all her fault that they're there. Yeah. It is. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah but he, he's Don't trying smoke to... cigarettes. <laughs> That's what it's all yeah. about, kids. Don't smoke. <laughs> but, yeah, he um he's just having he's having a hard time just trying to be a good brother. <laughs> so yeah, they're they're just in there. He does put the gun down at this point, um, to like take care of her And as they're trying to plan what they're doing next, um, another uh, pretty effective jump scare. When I rewatched it 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 by myself, it made me jump. It is. Um,
2: And it made me jump, but it made me say, oh shit. Yeah, (laughs) it is definitely an oh shit moment.
3: (laughs) Like, even if they weren't trying to kill you, just imagine someone driving
1: up in your trailer while you're sitting on the couch, just like, what the (laughs) fuck? Yeah, so like there's, there's you you think they're all right for a minute, and the the man just drives the truck into the side of the trailer, and yeah, just oh shit. But yeah, I I made another note here, but I said, how does the man go from Kinsey to Mike back to the truck in such a short amount of time?
2: Yeah. Unless he's just sprinting everywhere. Yeah. Well, like the only
3: way it would make sense to me is if like there are some like little trailer park turnoffs that are just little cul-de-sac. Yeah. Like loop arounds. Yeah. And then, I'd, like I said before, there was that brush in the middle. Maybe it's just... It's literally like a backyard And yeah. I, I mean, know.
1: I know we don't really have, like, a good essence of, like, location, and space. Yeah. You know, but it is... Things seem far away from each other. Oh, yeah. So it is kind of like, like, how that. did he go from here to here to here all in this short amount of time? It does
2: definitely seem like a relatively big trailer park. Especially since the fact that they have a pool in the trailer park. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like... You know, it's like, wow, this is a but fancy trailer. Okay. People community. have yards, like, big-ass yeah. yards,
1: you know? It's not like they're on top of each yeah. other. Yeah. But yeah, so the man's just, you know, flooring it into the trailer, <laughs> and they're, they're able to get out through a, the window. And Kenzie's pretty banged up. Her, like, legs all cut up, her arm. Um, so she's having trouble, like, staying on her feet. So Luke hides her, like, under a different trailer, like, under the... Uh, the porch kind of, yeah, like a back stuff. porch sort of. Deal. Yeah, and he tells her, you know, she doesn't want to stay there and hide, but he tells her, like, you can't make it, and I'm. It's gonna be a lot faster. I can get to the main office, call the police. I play baseball. <laughs> I play baseball I'm so fast. I have endurance. I stole so many bases last season. <laughs> this is my stats. <laughs> um, Scott <It's> gotten tatted. <laughs> so, he, um, he goes to the office and he gets the he gets on the phone and gets a call off and you know calls 911 and they you know 911 what's your emergency blah 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 and he's he's having a hard time remembering like where they're at like what it's called but then he finally like says it but then he's not hearing anybody do you guys remember where it is? I don't know that it matters.
3: The I only one that comes to mind is the name of the trailer park boys trailer park in my brain, like Sunnyvale Trailer
1: Park. <laughs> no, no, it's not that. <laughs> I don't remember what it is. Okay, I mean it doesn't matter, but he um you know, he he does like get that off before like the line's dead. Yeah. Yeah. So once it's dead, he like he looks he like turns around and he looks by the front door and he sees that the door is like closing. Um so obviously somebody's come in. And
2: <sighs> Can I say something, though? That does seem like sloppy work on their part. Because, like, in the last movie, they uh, were very, like, efficient at making sure there was no phones, yeah, like, a- available. And I get that it's harder because, like, in the first movie, they were, like... Like you said, they were only in the house, the shed in the house, you know, mm-hmm. all that. Uh, but, like, you know, especially if they've had, like... Even if we don't know the timeline, say, at least three years, because smartphones are a thing at this point, you think they would have, like kind of got better at that yeah. over time. So it just seems like sloppy. I mean, it
1: could just be a, um, because they obviously, you know, don't cut the power or anything for that main office. Like it's on yeah. when they get there because Cindy goes in. Turns the light on. Yeah, so I mean, you know, they do need to like keep it like it's at normal. An appearance, yeah. But, you know, even at that point, they could have cut the phone line. Yeah. yeah but Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, maybe that's just a error on their part. So you know, I, it we get another one of those intense zoom ins on Luke in there, um, and he's like looking around and like the slushy machine and drink machines all start like coming on. Um, that made me want a slush puppy though. I haven't had a slush puppy <laughs> yeah, in years. Was just busting dude. <laughs> yeah, I hate I hated those things where it was always like you only get two pumps, but I was always like <laughs> yeah. pumping that thing down. <laughs> I'm like I'm gonna have so much syrup in here. <laughs> um Yeah, so um, he walks forward and he grabs a golf club um, because they have have, like putt-putt there, I guess, but his his putter's real. (laughs) (laughs) He had a (laughs) nine iron, and um, there is a quick shot of him like walking forward and we see Pinup Girl behind him. And as he walks to that front door, the man in the mask is at the front door and he like bangs on it. So um, he runs out to the back and ends up where the really cool pool neon area is it's got like neon palm trees it is a cool pool area (laughs) (laughs) that's how you know it's a fancy trailer (laughs) park like like you said (laughs) like um and like as he's out there like like i said the lights come on when he goes out and the music's playing and i wrote down the song um but it's total eclipse of the heart by bonnie tyler playing Mm -hmm. you know classic 80s pop once again (laughs) um and as he's, we get this far away shot, and we can see the pool, and we can see Luke coming in, walking down that way. And this is where this intense zoom in works best for me because it zooms in fast, and fucking pinup girl is just booking it, man, booking yeah. it right behind him, yeah. like so fast, and you can't hear it because the music's really loud, yeah, and like we're far away, like as the audience, you know, so we don't hear, we just see it. And, man, he swings around. No hesitation. No
3: hesitation. Yeah, you really see his batting average there. Holy yeah. shit, he knocks her fucking loose. Yeah, like, <laughs>
1: boom, headshot with yeah. that golf club just immediately. She falls right to the ground, and he um, just kind of stares at her for a bit. I think he's just shocked. Shocked, yeah, I impressed sure. that he pulled that shit yeah. off. <laughs> so, yeah, he he gets down... Um, I just love that. I love that scene. I love <laughs> yeah. how she just rushes up on yeah. him like
2: that. And I love how like when we watched it tonight, I am pretty sure yeah. I heard all of us go say, <laughs> "Oh
1: damn." <laughs> well, yeah, it's the hit. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Like you just don't I didn't expect. I thought when she was running like, "Oh, she's going to like tackle him into the
2: pool." Yeah.
1: I was expecting him to whip around yeah. and just fucking knock her out. <laughs> it, it looks pretty well in the movie too. Yeah. Like they did a good job of it. And it sounds like somebody just like smacking a melon with a baseball. Yeah. <laughs> um Cause so yeah, once she's on the ground, he gets down and he he attempts to take off her mask, but her eyes open back up, and she starts to struggle a little bit, and so he grabs her knife and just stabs her to death. This was unexpected yeah. to me. Like yeah, I certain. wasn't
3: expecting that either. Yeah,
1: I I genuinely wasn't expecting any of them to die just because the way like the events of the first film. Yeah, you know, and I expected another sequel. You know, with these characters. Yeah. You know, so when one died, I was like, oh fuck. Yeah. You know, like, um, and it it sucks because Penup Girl is really underutilized and like it's like she just came and
2: she went. Yeah. yeah. She was the first one to get killed off too. So.
1: Yeah. Least
3: amount of time on there doesn't do that much. Guy's a good jump scare, but other than that, just is kind of there.
1: Yeah. And if it's like if she was the one that killed Mike in the car, man, it would have been a lot cooler. Yeah. Like, it would have been. Um. But, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of a bummer that she doesn't get, like, more screen time.
2: Did she even kill anyone in this movie? No. No. Yeah, I didn't think Mm-mm.
1: so. I mean, she's... I mean, obviously, she's a part of the Uncle Marv killing yeah. and the yeah. aunt, but, yeah. like, you know, she doesn't actually kill anyone that we see. So, after he stabs her, you know, the and kills her, the man in the mask is, like, um, walking towards Luke with the axe, and he's doing this thing where he like drags it he's like dragging the axe yeah it's like grinding that's a pretty
3: cool like little visual yeah Yeah.
1: and i like luke here he says um he says i killed one of yours how does that feel huh and then of course man the master doesn't say anything he's like how does that fucking feel and i'm just like hell yeah hell yeah luke (laughs) um so the man after that just starts swinging the axe at him and Luke's yeah, you like, can hear the whooshes and everything. Yeah, it's Luke's like intense. bobbing and weaving and dodging and shit. Like he plays baseball. I don't know. <laughs> baseball? <laughs> Stats. <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: what he does. He rolls up his sleeve and just slaps his <laughs> arm
1: a, look baby. St- stonks. <laughs> <laughs> stonks. <laughs> but yeah, he is dodging every swing at this. Yeah. Um, and finally, like he gets a hold of it, and then like the Man like pushes him into the pool and then at the like edge of the pool, the man's still swinging the axe and Luke's able to grab it and then pull the man in the mask in with him. And um Luke's still got the knife at this point. And I like this like to me, this whole scene is the best scene It is the movie.
3: best scene in the movie. Visually yeah, it's, it's cool. Great.
1: Atmosphere's like spot on. You know, I'm finally behind the eighties music. Yeah, it, yeah. it really fits it in did, this scene. Yeah. yeah. Um it's like it kind of like made sense. Like, oh, why they've been doing this, you know, this whole eighties music yeah. thing. Like this was the payoff, but they're like struggling underwater and it's so cool because the camera goes like up with them and then down with them. And yeah. We and they go it, up and we hear the music and stuff. We go down yeah. we Hear like,
3: Yeah. The water sounds, even when like they're going halfway in and out, it just sounds like yeah. water in your yeah. ears.
2: Whoever edited this scene. <laughs> yeah. was yeah,
1: it, it was, it was nice. It was nice to be like with them up and down. So, finally, like, um, the they kind of break away, but the man has the knife at this point, and Luke um, is getting out of the pool, but before he can get out, the man catches up to him, and he, yeah. like, stabs him in the That's
3: back. my favorite shot of the entire movie, because, like, he's a little bit ahead, and the man in the mask comes out of the water and, like, almost does, like, a scream thing with the knife, sort yeah. of, and just is, like, coming after him, trudging through, and yeah. it's just... He it looks scary as fuck. In yeah, it's
2: it's
1: like the... That's like the menacing. Yeah, man in the mask. it also
2: like makes sense too because like you got to think the man in the mask is probably not as panicked as he is. Like he knows that if he doesn't get out of the pool at this point, he's probably dead. Yeah, I so, mean he's
1: also pissed too because he yeah. just lost yeah. one of his. Yeah. you know. Well,
2: and I think about that, and you know how like when you're in water and you flail, you don't move as fast. But if mm-hmm. you're like more precise with your movements and I feel like the man in the mask obviously was more yeah, precise. Yeah, he's like really
3: moving his torso like and yeah. doing arm yeah. swings and stuff. Like, he's just like, not panicked. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: but yeah, so he stabs him and just great visual of him like holding him and then just like letting him go and you just see the blood like yeah. start pouring out of him. and it's very, it reminds me of It Follows like mm-hmm. the blood scene in the pool. Yeah. yeah. It's such a cool visual like and it's just like turn this, like, very blue pool, you know, and then you just see this dark red coming yeah. through. Um, I like how he just leaves them, like, floating there. Yeah, so he doesn't He doesn't stab him again. He doesn't... He's just gonna leave him to bleed out, basically. And drown. Yeah. yeah. And you think... Um, like, it makes you think Luke's gonna drown, and again we as the audience stay with him. Like the camera goes up and it goes yeah, down. It looks really cool. It's like, we're drowning with him almost. And he's, he starts to kind of like back paddle himself to the side and Kinsey ends up showing up and she's able to pull him out. Um, she gets him into the, the office area and she, you know, says she's going to go for help. Um, and I think she says, I'm going to get to the main road and she like, there's a quick scene of her like running off and we see Dollface in the distance, like see we see Dollface see Kenzie. Yeah. Does that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and as she gets kind of like to the road, um car uh, a vehicle just pulls up and like um like almost hits Kenzie. Um we realize that it's not the man in the mask or anybody or the truck, it's a cop and like a Jeep. And He asks her if she's okay, and she's panicked, explaining, like, there's people killing, you know. And, like, without hesitation, Dollface just, like, comes up behind him and just slits his throat. Yeah. He just didn't stand a fucking chance. So, Kenzie, you know, takes off, gets in the Jeep, and tries to start it, but there's no keys in the ignition. And she's, like, trying to look for them, and Dollface, like, taps on the glass with the keys. And I wrote down right here, this is hands down, like a scream. Yeah. On a bitch, cause yeah, because Ghostface does the little key thing, where he, yeah, um, to Sydney in the first one, like, that's always what I think of, like, we even kind of did that, like in our short yeah. film. We yeah, did that. I love that
2: thing, because you're just like,
1: I mm-hmm, got you, yeah. What are you going to do now? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> um, I do have a question about this scene. Does it uh, show where, like, the man in the mask goes after this? Because, like, he kind of just disappears from this scene. No, I don't think it does. Yeah. Because it just goes straight to her and... He walks... I mean, he walks off after he stabs... I mean, I guess it could be said that he's looking for Luke. Or not... No, he wouldn't be, actually. He's drying off. Yeah, I mean... (laughs)
1: Yeah, I mean, because this is is after Luke. Yeah, this is... Yes, after Luke. So, I I mean, he's probably just going off... He probably doesn't know Kinsey is there. No, he's
3: going... Probably going back to the truck...
1: Yeah, the because he comes up, up in the truck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was probably going to just look for yeah. Kenzie and just back on the hunt. Um, yeah. But, yeah, after, um... He's just in the bathroom. He's in the blow dryer. he <laughs> his it's clothes. Like, he got, got his mask. His shit got me all wet. <laughs> killed the pinup girl. My socks are wet. <laughs> Can't even see out his mask now. Um... Oh uh, yeah, he uh at, oh sorry. There's a struggle with like Kenzie and Dollface um in the Jeep and she's like slicing at her and like cutting her hands and shit. She like gets her palm like yeah. real good and we get a shot of that. And um Kinzie sees like the shotgun like mounted in the front um passenger side of the jeep and she's like trying to get it off and she can't and she's able to like kick Dollface out of the jeep for a second and then she gets it off or she gets the shotgun off and um, she cocks that bitch.
3: Yeah, that scene is pretty satisfying. She cocks that thing and she lets loose and Dollface flies back like five feet. She
1: shoots her around the fucking abdomen (laughs)
3: area. It always reminds me when I see that scene um, on Kill Bill when she goes to Bud's trailer. Do you guys remember that movie pretty well? (sighs) It's been forever. She like goes to Bud's trailer to like kill him more or less and she's like not like going right towards the door to rip it open he's like already knows she's there and he mm-hmm. shoots her and yeah. she flies back like that's what I think of yeah. all the time because it's
2: such a mm. um
1: yeah um, yeah after she takes that shot on her um, Kenzie gets out of the jeep and walks up to Dollface who's like backing away and she's bleeding um, she takes her mask off and asks Dollface like why are you doing this and Dollface face like smiles and she's like blood all in her mouth and shit and she just says why not
3: yeah to me like I said earlier that just was like the whole tone like of the movie for me it's just like that's how the whole thing feels yeah. just why not not because you were home yeah, yeah
1: it's, it's not nearly as effective
3: yeah.
2: it's such a lamer line than and, why I mean, <laughs> because you were home
3: like you could say they've become more hinged over unhinged over the years mm-hmm. and could be more crazy mm-hmm. but like that's usually not how it goes.
1: I mean, yeah, I don't know. It is. It is just kind of like. I mean, of course, like they
2: could have used the same line, but that would have been a yeah, even lamer, yeah. You know? I think just not put a line there, to be honest. Just because, like, I didn't. Think, I don't think at, at this point it didn't add anything to the movie.
1: Yeah.
2: Or even, I don't
1: know. This is me spitballing, but even if she said like because we want to, yeah, yeah, that like would that, be something a little, a little bit more better. sinister. Yeah, yeah, like, because we can like yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know why not just like that just seems not as like effective um, but nevertheless Kenzie shoots her again <laughs> kills her I'm surprised
3: that gun doesn't like fly out of her hands cause those things have a lot of kick like in the car it made sense she was laying back yeah, yeah, she had, the had door something. support yeah. you know but like that she's strong yeah. <laughs> strong edgy
1: little girl her it's brother,
3: cause I'm cigarettes
2: her brother plays <laughs> baseball her brother plays <laughs> <laughs> baseball you know so
1: those jeans really like strong <laughs> um yeah so (laughs) she she's able to get the keys now and she uh his doll face is dead um if it wasn't obvious and she gets in the jeep and starts it up and she thinks she's scot-free and ready to ready to go but we see behind her the truck just fucking flooring it (laughs) and he the man in the mask rams in the back of her um he fucks
3: up that cop car.
1: Fucks up that Jeep, but not not that truck. You know not yeah. that Ford F one hundred and fifty. Yeah. Ford tough. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, like nineteen eighty eight <laughs> Ford F one hundred and fifty fucking stood strong. Yeah. You know what
2: he's saying when he rammed her too? He's like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, another one, <laughs> another one dead?" Um,
1: and then um, after he hits her the one time, like it, I mean, it had to have totaled the Jeep because she's not able to get started back yeah. up. But he like pulls up next to her, and it, it's kind of an amusing shot because like it looks like they're about to go on a race. Yeah, <laughs> like he's yeah. just yeah. looking it's at her. Turns into the Fast and Furious. <laughs> the eighties really music is still playing yeah. on the radio. Um, but he drives around, and um, and then um, he like rams to the side of it and just like T-bones it, and he just keeps doing that um, until he gets stuck, like at the wreckage just gets intertwined and Kinsey gets out and then she sees that gasoline is just pouring all over the ground and so she um finds her lighter that she's been smoking all the cigarettes with and um, still don't
3: do them but it <laughs> may may save your life though don't smoke
1: <laughs> you want cancer you could probably get it other ways. But don't smoke; you'll definitely get it. Maybe this is the real truth. <laughs> this is the real truth. <laughs> don't smoke, or else you'll hear. That's a spot not a sponsor, mark. but it could be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. Anyways, so she pulls out her lighter, and you know she's got this like satisfied look on her face, and she throws that shit, and it just fucking explodes. Yeah. Sets everything on fire, and...
3: I did notice this time around that it just exploded the cop car, and, like, it blew the flames onto the truck. Because the first time, I was like, how the
0: fuck?
1: Yeah. Like, I know
3: I skipped ahead a little bit, but... Well, no, I
1: mean, yeah, as she's walking away, like, we see the truck back up, and it, like, chases her down. But, yeah, it it is kind of like, how the fuck is that working? Yeah. Um, One thing I noticed this last time watching it, and it's not a big deal, but... um, (laughs) when it explodes there's like there's not even like a dummy in place of like where he's sitting so it's like nobody's in there and that it's kind of a pet peeve thing of mine no I get
3: it yeah it breaks like the immersion yeah
1: like it there could have just been like a dummy in there to make it look like it's just a mannequin like it's really poorly it'd have
2: been a little bit better (laughs) it's like in there like
1: (laughs) yeah I mean it's not a big deal but it's, it's whatever but yeah so he's coming after her in that truck and then she's able to like make it to the bridge but she's like um struggling where her legs all cut up and she falls down
3: this scene like when he's chasing her in the flaming truck it feels like it's a nod to so many things like all at once like i feel like it's a nod to like christine in mm-hmm. some ways and then halloween too with a burning mm-hmm. and then also i get like uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre vibes, like, right at the end when yeah. she's running to the road. Oh, yeah,
2: for sure. Like, like all
3: those three things are just, like, like put in yeah, one. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, it's a cool visual, but, you know, I it is kind of, like, again, the first movie is so realistic, and it's, like, this one, the realism just kind of out the door yeah. in some cases. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, maybe that could happen. I'm, I'm sure it could, but, you know, he gets out, and he's He's Kentucky Fried. That's oh, for man, sure. Oh, man, yeah. His, his, the look of him is yeah. really cool. He's, like, half of his face is just all burnt. And yeah. the mask is burnt off. And he drops uh, the axe, um, and then he, like, drops to his knees um, in front of Kinsey, and he's got, like, glass Yeah, it, and, he, and pulls, he pulls
3: it out. After his hands look all like Hamburger
1: Helper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He pulls it out, and then he, like, bleeds a little bit, and then he just slumps over. And Kenzie's able to get away, and... Mm-hmm. We get a shot of a, uh, I'm assuming just a mom and her son driving um, in a truck, like, down the road, and the son's um, tossing up a baseball into his glove, um, and...
2: I had a big game today. <laughs> yeah. He plays baseball,
1: too. Um, hey, two home runs.
2: Yeah. This on this this tray, movie? I got a basketball game today. This movie is about baseball. Let's just get it out yeah.
3: there. <laughs> it's, it's Angels in the Outfield. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Part two. Um, Dream of <laughs> Field of
1: Dreams. Yeah. <laughs> Part two. Um. Anyways, uh, so yeah, she, um, the the lady driving, like, comes up on Kinsey, who's in the road, and you know, drives past her, but then she stops. She gets out, and she's like, you know, are you okay? And as she's, like, coming up, she, like, just gets scared, and then she just fucking runs the other direction. Smart. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And back to Kenzie, who's just, like, confused but while she's running away, we see the man with his axe coming at her, and... um he just won't fucking
2: die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, at this point for him, it's not even about wanting to kill her. It's just like, you killed all of my family. Like, yeah. Well, I
1: mean, it's, it's definitely like just, he's, he's got to get this kill, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. Cause he's probably going to die regardless. Yeah. But he, um, she jumps in the bed of the truck and he like hops on the back and he's like swinging the axe at her. Um, but she's able to grab a baseball bat because the boy plays baseball. <laughs> um, and he, or I'm sorry, Kenzie just like, rears back, and just screams, and fuck man, this swing she does, yeah, clocks the man in the mask, like, and it's such a, it's, it's not CGI, it's all practical, it's like a dummy, you know, yeah. or, it's and it's a it very just, quick shot, too. yeah, and it just crack, like, I wanted to clap when I did that, it would be too loud, yeah, but, um, just brutal fucking sound, sounds so goddamn good, it does, yeah. and just one swing, and a, you know, a fucking home run right to the temple. Yeah, yeah like he on. just rolls off and disconnected from server. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he, you know, he rolls off and they drive off, and that that this scene right here where she's kind of in the truck um, reminds me a lot of. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Sally at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but before they drive off, we do see, like, on the road, the man in the mask's, like, face, and he's, he's fucking dead. Yeah. yeah. Um,
3: and honestly, I'm going to say this, even though it would have been a lot like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I feel like that would have been, just ending it right there, would have probably been
0: preferable.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. Well, I kind of feel like the, um, I don't know, the the whole truck thing could have ended, like, I mean, the explosion yeah. and the fire, that could have been it. Um, that would
3: also have been pretty cool just yeah. to end it right um, there. Because it was so dramatic with the music, it was very Yeah, that could have been that.
1: it, you know, but then they pushed it to this. And, you know, it, it is what it is, but I agree with you, when they're driving off, that should have just been it. But we do get the scene of Kenzie waking up in a hospital next to um, Luke who's still alive so I guess we did need this scene to kind of prove that Luke was still alive I don't
3: think he should have lived I, I mean I don't necessarily think so either it but. just feels like it was just not much point of him living yeah. Like I mean it it's cool I guess because he ended up being a good character yeah. for what they were out of all of them yeah. yeah
2: Luke was definitely the most like I don't know like I cared about
3: character. him by the, like when he started fighting back I yeah. started to care yeah. more about him but at that point too he would have had such a good death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that It just felt like if she would have woke up in the hospital bed, that would have been cool. Yeah. But she's she got so fucked up and she's just sitting in yeah. a chair. Yeah. Like
1: what the heck? Um yeah, she so he wakes up, or I mean, not he does not wake up. She wakes up and, you know, kind of like kisses him on the forehead and then um gets a cup of water. And as she's like taking a drink, she hears a uh, knock at the door of the room. And she, you know, she's, it scares her. So she drops her water um, and she says, hello. And, or she just asks hello and cut to black. And that's the ending. Um, And then there's an alternate ending. Um, Same scenario, you know, wakes up next to Luke, gets the water. And she drops the water after a knock at the door and then the door opens in this alternate ending and we see the smiley face again on the door and then down the hallway of the hospital, the lights slowly start to turn off, kind of like a paranormal thing.
2: And that's like something I was going to talk about when you said that they try to make it more like supernatural in this movie, how they were like... You know, just getting around, kind of unrealistically. Yeah, Uh is that like it did kind of feel like they were branding this movie out to try to like make it into a different direction.
3: Mm-hmm. It would have definitely took like a leprechaun route, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like strangers in the hood, <laughs>
2: <laughs> strangers in space.
1: <laughs> but yeah, and then um the all the lights go off and Kinsey screams, and that's the alternate ending, which. Sucks. I hate that ending. Yeah. It I is don't is even a poor like ending. I don't like the normal ending either. I don't either. Um, I do get what they're doing, how she's I mean, she's gonna have this like PTSD kind of thing. Yeah. You know, but it is just kind of seems like a cop out.
3: God, I, I honestly thought we were almost about to get like a part five Friday the thirteenth part five ending where tommy's wearing the hockey mask i was like oh. i was like it's because it, up until that point i was like that wouldn't really surprise me to be honest
1: oh wait like the part four
3: like or no like in part five when he's staying at that home like, <laughs> yeah because he's older, yeah yeah, it's older Tommy. And then, yeah, yeah yeah and then at the end he's got the the blue mask that roy had <laughs> yeah. on and killing the blonde lady i was like that's what's gonna happen she's like she's gonna kill her brother or something yeah.
2: something wild it's gonna be like uh what halloween was it where uh uh Jamie the little kid. Like, oh yeah,
3: part that's part four. because yeah. Yeah. in part five she can't talk and yeah. she's all fucked up or something. She's yeah. like but,
2: she stabbed her mom. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> she's running a bath. Yeah, yeah, I remember
1: that very well. Yeah. yeah. Um Yeah, that's that's it for um The Strangers Pray at Night. Um you know, this now this just leads to the question like what's the future of the series? Um and I got some information. No way. <laughs> I got some information. <laughs> So, as of August of 2022, three sequels were announced that would consecutively enter production starting in September of the same year, meaning consecutively, so back-to-back-to-back. Back oh, back. same, same like producer and director and things? Same producers and stuff, but um, Rennie Harlan was announced as the director for all three of the films... And he directed films such as Nightmare on Elm Street 4. Okay. Die Hard 2. Okay. Deep Blue Sea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and The Exorcist, The Beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's got some experience, obviously. Yeah. You know, um, not but, just in horror, but Die Hard 2. <laughs> um, you know, that doesn't
3: sound like as unappealing, though, because like, I
1: doubt it'll be like 80s vibe pushing down our throats. Yeah. Let me let me continue here. Sorry. (laughs) Brian Bertino will not be returning to write any of these films. He's done. Okay. And this is meant to be a relaunch of the series. Oh. Yeah. So it's not a sequel. It's not a prequel, which it wouldn't be a prequel because, you know. Yeah. Um, this is meant to apparently just be a whole new thing. Um, and it's meant to be something that explores that world is what I saw, like the world of mm-hmm. the strangers um it just sounds so gross, and this <laughs> and this is straight from Wikipedia, um but this is the plot for the first sequel, mm. or I'm sorry, the first like of this trilogy, yeah, um, and this is just verbatim, but The plot centers around a young woman as she drives across country with her longtime boyfriend to start a new life together in the Pacific Northwest. When their car breaks down in Venus, Oregon, the couple is forced to rent an isolated Airbnb for the night. Through the night, they fight to stay alive as three masked strangers terrorize their stay. That doesn't sound
3: bad. Yeah. That sounds like an okay
1: plot. And then I did see, I didn't write anything else down, but there were, like, further things for the other two sequels, and it's kind of a spoiler, but it's just there, but the woman playing the main character is apparently in all three movies. Okay. So she survives. Okay.
3: What if it's really cool, like, like, uh, like Halloween, it's all one long night. That'd be cool. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, you know, we'll see, we'll see if this happens. That was August 22, 2022 when that was reported, you know. So it's not been that long ago, I guess.
3: Yeah. Something that would have been cool for them to do instead of remaking everything would to be show what happened in between that movie and the first one. Yeah, maybe make a few
2: yeah. to fill it out. Yeah,
3: I mean that would m- maybe potentially
1: yeah. make this movie well. I feel more like, appealing. I feel like they kind of cornered themselves by like killing off the yeah, they killed yeah their strangers, you know. So they had to, you know, they're having to reinvent it, but. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's pretty clear like how we all stand on this movie. Like, it's got yeah. cool moments. Yeah, and it's just kind of all over the place, man. Um, I don't know. Um, out of five uh, skull cracks, out of five skull cracks, <laughs> what would you get it Zach? Uh,
3: I'd say it. I'm mixed between two and two and a half, so just because say. like pool scene is great yeah like the car scene is really good like the some of the kill scenes are really good but other than that it's just kind of not anything new or great and kind of a letdown to those characters at least yeah if it was a different movie maybe higher yeah
2: I'll say like a two mostly because like I did like some things like you said and you already mentioned them most of them at least uh uh, the only thing is it's like it's just, it's just not consistent at all yeah. with the first movie with itself, and like, yeah. it's just I don't know. I would uh, I would say if you haven't seen the first Strangers and you're on a, uh, uh, a movie like this, go watch that one instead. Yeah, that's the best I'll, way I can put it.
1: I would agree with that. Yeah, I mean I'm sitting around a two, two and a half. Like I can't pinpoint it exactly. Just cause I like the pool scene a lot. Yeah, I like Mike's death a lot. Um, yeah. But that's that's about it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I just remember being very fucking disappointed when we saw this for the first yeah. time. Um it's not what I wanted, like, at all. Um, which I mean that's fine, you know, we it don't always go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, we'll we'll get more into instances like that, especially when we talk about Halloween uh
2: bins. Oh yeah. We'll get there eventually. Don't oh. you worry. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say one more thing? Yeah. I would just like to say that the only reason why this movie is so disappointing to me, and I'm sure this has a lot to do with you guys too, is that this is a, like a new, or, or not new, I guess, because it's an old movie. Like, the first one's an old movie. But it was a newer, like, idea for, like, a horror, like, mm-hmm. fran- like franchise that yeah. could have been that didn't happen. Yeah. And that's why it sucks. Because it was supposed to be, like, when, like, you guys said when you saw the trailers and stuff, it was, like, you hyped. And, like, it just sucks to see something that you want to succeed just die because they wanted to like make money off the second. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, I think that'll do it for strangers. Pray at night. Um, how this has been a fun conversation. Yeah. I like this. I enjoyed Um, it. Yeah. But yeah. So, you know, thanks for listening. Make sure to rate and review this episode and the previous episodes, rate and review the show. Um, that'll help us out a lot. Uh, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I'm not going to announce what we're talking about next. You're going to have to follow us on social media for that if you want to know. So Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger, yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that's where Instagram specifically is where we do all the updates consistently. Um, but yeah, if you, if you want to keep up with us, just follow us on that. Um, follow Deranged Ankles <laughs> on TikTok and YouTube. Um, he's putting out some stuff. Um, but yeah, thanks for Thanks
0: for joining us. Thank you for listening to Cast of the Living Dead.
1: Join us next time for more thrills, chills, and frights that go wrong in the night.